How are singer-songwriters like us who don't live in LA or Nashville, don't have rock star parents and are willing to play and grow our careers from our own money in a different way without publishing deals or recording contracts, choosing instead to follow a vision we believe in, earning a lifelong income from music through building partnerships and implementing intentional strategy to get our music out to the world yet still remaining in love with the music industry? That is the magic question, and this podcast will discuss answers. No music, no life. Hey guys, welcome to No Music, No Life. I've often had to wonder what's the value of social capital being a singer-songwriter. And the deeper I go into my own journey for singer-songwriting and the deeper I follow peers and watch what fans do, the more I realise how important it is in the bigger picture. Those days when Things aren't going to plan. It can be related to your craft or just life in general. Your, your journey is important for you. Like, you know, journaling, that has a lot of benefits and the way, where you've been and where you are now and where you want to go. And but sharing your journey through some form of social capital like uh, podcast, Instagram, Facebook, blogs, even the craft in your songs. That's, it's, it, it really becomes guidance or it can be advice or it can just be the honesty that help other singer-songwriters become different versions of themselves. You know, everyone's pursuing so many different external things, but internally you want to be a little bit more than yesterday. And uh, although I've touched on it before, I sort of start to realise that documenting your journey isn't always about the quality, as you can hear with my podcast. Sometimes you're in the car, in an echoey room. The quality's not always there, but it's the message because ultimately there's one person with more time than me and no direction. There could be a person who has more money and resources than me, but no direction. There could be someone who has it all and no self-belief. Or... They could have all the pieces of the puzzle, but no vision. I suppose that's similar to the direction, but they haven't got an ability to imagine possibilities outside of their craft of singer-songwriting, which seems strange, but singer-songwriting has levels of creativity, yet... There might be other areas of your creativity that need some seeds planted so that you can grow in that part of who you are. And instead of getting lost in the game and going nowhere with it, you've got to share your journey in some form. That could be through your publishing cycle. 
Could be through the various products that you produce around your creativity. Could be the way you promote yourself. Where do you get your cash and can you support others while you're doing it? Oh, here's a great example. I've, only, I've seen this in comedy but own, and very rarely in music. Is Say there's a spot at a club and they have a budget for $500 for that night just to play live music. Well, just for something for you to think about, instead of thinking about just yourself, and it's a great way to develop uh, peer foundations and also key into other audiences, is now a lot of the times when there's uh, someone, they, a band will go for the money. Say it's, say it's $1,000 for the night, right? Let's, let's just keep it real simple. Now, people will go for that money and try to hang on to that money as much, especially the guy who located the opportunity. And this is sort of a vicious cycle because it's not really going to be enough and there's always going to be uh, struggles about uh, money and sometimes that just mirrors the person from inside. But my suggestion for you would be to score that $1,000 for the night but create a show out of it and not just your show because you, if you had $1,000, you could still divide that up Remember, there's a young artist out there who has original songs and you think the simplest one first is when you have an interval from your music, bring another young uh, artist up and they can do two songs between each of your intervals, maybe three. And out of that 1000 if you can't give them some money, and like $50, $100, depends on how much they do, you're supporting their career, they're going to remember you and there's also an emotive journey for your fan and also... You've tied in a few different styles of audiences. So there's no dead air. And there's a, that's a, another problem I see. It's a repetitive old idea. The show has an interval. No, well, you know what? While they're building all that equipment in the back, you could chuck an acoustic artist while they're shifting things around if it's a big performance. If it's a small performance, go and have a proper break for 30 minutes and you're also making the uh, establishment happy that there is... Um, sound you know being played and it and you may decide to do something to make it noticeable so that when that artist comes on in your interval they might do the volume at you know example your volumes at 10 there's at eight so there is a distinct difference and it's noticeable that you're not there another thing you want to do as well is have consider a cover band to warm up your show and then pay them a small amount, maybe time-based. So say you've got a three-hour window for the evening, maybe four-hour window for the evening. You could divide that up, um, you know, half an hour for the young artist through all the intervals. Say it's a three-hour three hour slot. All the intervals might add up to half an hour for both acts, for the new up-and-coming singer-songwriter. And then you may choose a cover band for an hour. So there's an hour and a half down. And that get, warms the crowd and gets an um, atmosphere going. You pay both of them and say that they would soak up between 20 and 50% and depending on your payment structure. Remember, everyone needs exposure. So that's worth it. So, but don't be one of those schmucks that don't hand over some, you know, foldy cash because uh, that's worth it. Um, but it would be less if you've got to cover the tax. You've really got to be fair about that. And then the remaining hour and a half is your show. And also uh, you take the majority of the money because you could, you could argue, say out of $1,000, you could argue a percentage of that would go to your music business as capturing the opportunity and then you'd split the difference. So, so here's a sort of shrewd example. You would go $1,000, 500 to the business 
because then it would have to pay the taxes around paying the three other people. You'd give uh, 150 to the cover bed and then for an hour and 250 for yourself and um, maybe even 300 for yourself, depending on how you want to do it. No, I know you, that would be fair enough, I would say. And then that young artist, you give them $50, maybe $100. And um, say so the one... Um, you might even want to go 100, 200, 200, and then 500 goes to your music business. There's a way of doing it, um, but you can negotiate that. But just don't miss out on the opportunity that is to share that. So your cover band will have an audience. People will know them and enjoy them and have a, you know, warm the crowd up. Your new artist gets exposure. You get a... Uh, it's, it's probably good karma as well. <laughs> but you also get... Um, someone you can work with in the future, co-writing uh, or a relationship if you've got to think long-term with your music career. And then you also get um, uh, exposure for your new music and you also get kudos for showing that you can manage a night and fill up all the minutes because so much time gets wasted. People wait all week to see a band and then if you look over a whole night, they might lose 45 minutes to an hour for no music. And um, I just think that's old thinking. You've got to fill that show right up. And there's ways of doing it and serving your fans and serving your peers and serving your client. hope that gives you ideas along that road. Um, but although I uh, went off on a tangent, it's still... Um, I just wanted to show you you can think about things a little bit differently. Uh, but if I go back to my original point of um, being guidance, advice, honesty... Uh, for other artists because there's someone who has done more than you and they're stalled and there's someone who's younger than you at your level but you know what's next and sometimes it's just uh, sharing how you feel sometimes it's uh, giving advice on where you're at and really it's just sharing your hero's journey I suppose uh, and what you're going through in regard to any sort of money or craft progression you know are you growing as a person um are you becoming a new version of yourself each day so have a think about how you can share your journey with your fans uh, and also how you can reimagine how you share that journey when you get opportunities around your promotional cycle so when we touched on your publishing cycle, your product cycle, your promotion cycle. And then finally, there's also a uh, next step on that. You would then measure how it's all working. Um, and just remember, when people make it in the future, they'll always remember that you supported them when they began. And that uh, is worth more than, you know, worth its weight in gold. No music, no life. What is this? Rectangle. What Thank you. What is this? Triangle. Good girl, Dad. Thank you.